Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Fund Ready, where we explore resources and insights for small business owners in Newark and the broader New Jersey region. And we all know that Newark is a city that's always buzzing with entrepreneurial and artistic energy. And today we are shining a light on a unique resource for small business owners, especially in Newark, Equal Space. But before we dive into that, let me remind you to subscribe to the Fund Ready podcast on your favorite podcast platform and follow us on social media to get all of the updates. Joining us today is guest expert who knows all about Equal Space, City Medina, who is the founder of Equal Space. Welcome, City, to Fund Ready. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I, I have no words for how excited I am for this conversation. We are so excited to have you. And to kick things off, can you share a little bit about your personal journey and what led you to become the founder of Equal Space? Oh, that was a journey and a half. So originally, my my parent company is actually a design and strategies agency, Medina City, that's proudly been headquartered here in Newark for the last 12 years. And so that work brought me into work specifically to uh, build up and create impact in our beautiful city of Newark. I came and I signed a lease and I had already, my agency had already been in movement. And when I did that, I signed some additional square footage and I was naturally and organically connecting with amazing creatives, amazing entrepreneurs, startup founders. And the city of Newark was a very different landscape nine years ago. There weren't as many spaces to occupy as they are now. And so I was gifting space and informally coaching and giving people a cup of coffee when they needed it or a conference room for a big meeting. My co-founder and I, Ralphie, really were just, we were giving what we wished we had received in our initial initial company. And what I was really excited about was all of a sudden this community built inside of my company that was not working for my company. They were all building their own dreams. And then our Verizon bill spiked and we were like, wait a minute, we need to figure a way to continue to build this community in Newark because it's obviously very vital, vital. And at the same time, be able to be sustainable. And that's how Equal Space was born. It was the space that culturally celebrated you, allowed you not to code switch, allowed you to really feel affirmed from the floorboards up while building your dream, wealth building, or breaking generational curses through the vehicles of creatives, startup culture and innovation, or entrepreneurship. And that's kind of the community that came out of it. It it was a lot of listening. It was a lot of doing what was within my resources at that moment. And then every year building up, and now equal space is what we call a share space. We are in the co-working industry, but we don't identify as a co-working space. We're so much more. We're a community. We're a microcosm of brilliance that really wants you to feel and build up. And, and equal space is like what I feel is like my legacy work to build black and brown communities and queer communities up. That's amazing. And I'm so inspired by the work that you do, especially how the idea came to play. You know, you weren't always doing this. And you just got inspired by doing your everyday work. And I think that that's an important thing for our listeners to understand is that one of the things that we keep trying to say through these podcasts is networking, yes, but also learn how to pivot and get inspired and see how you can grow your business in different ways just by being in a different setting and getting to know other people. So I'm really excited that you shared how that inspired you. 
how do you think um, a space like Equal Space contributes to the ecosystem in Newark? So we do it in many different ways and many different levels. First and foremost, it's about community and feeling a sense of belonging and affirmation because we all know that systemically black and brown led vehicles face all kinds of obstructions. And so in a world of no, and still we're winning, equal space is that space that says yes to you. And so I feel as community is a huge part of how we keep everyone going. The other part is network. I always tell people your network is your net worth. So half of our team is built out to create new opportunities and new um, resources and access points for our founders and our entrepreneurs. And that's why I say we're more than just giving you a seat or an office. We also have our team meeting with you biweekly to create a strategic way of getting you in rooms that you need or putting you in front of amazing different events that I think will grow you and grow your business. And, And shout out to my team that does that good work. The other way that I really am excited that we do work is our programming. So Equal Space programs almost more than half the year. A matter of fact, some of Newark's largest activations happen from our brain trust and our being the founder and organizer. So our programming is absolutely free. So we bring in high net worth, high network, and the blueprint for success speakers, and you don't have to invest in them. We want you to win. So we've brought in amazing voices like Goddess Rivera, who's currently at Essence Ventures. We've brought in brilliant, brilliant people in media. So we have brought in like the editor-in-chief of Huffington Post or Small Business Week, which is a series of activations across the city for the whole week from a summit all the way to like a market space and even our Newark Tech Week. Newark Tech Week is the largest thing we, we do, which is this year alone with 17 events over five days with over 3,500 registrants. And that allows you to be placed in rooms with everything from investors to city officials, right? Sometimes city officials are doing so much or funders are doing so much they don't get a time to like be in the community. And so we really create that bridge. Those are the multiple ways that we're intentional about it. And then there's a whole bunch of organic ways that happen that we thrust small business forward or create opportunities. Like we have a market space where all of our makers come together and are allowed to vend their work and we market for them and we bring performances for them and they sell 300% more in our market experience than they do in other spaces. That's impactful. That's important. And at the end of the year right now, we're actually creating our impact report, which really shows everyone all the different ways that Equal Space is intentionally creating connections or moving our city forward. And shout out because even our mayor, our mayor is a member. So, you know, Mayor Rajay Baraka actually records Raz and 60s podcast in our space. And we're so proud of that because it's all about sharing with the citizens what's going on and how they can move forward. That is amazing. (laughs) I have been to so many different, again, co-working spaces and, you know, people trying to kind of build um, all of these organic relationships. And I firsthandedly seen what you guys do during Small Business Week and I've attended a few of your events. So I understand (laughs) the level that is being presented there. And these entrepreneurs are so lucky and other entrepreneurs who aren't even a part of Equal Space are allowed to join in on all of that, all of those resources as well, and get introduced to entrepreneurs that are in that space. But would you mind kind of giving an example or a specific story on how, I know you mentioned so many different events that you guys have and resources, but how you guys like enhance collaboration um, or, or anything like that? Any cool stories from a client of you guys? 
So, I mean, I can give you two different ways. So there's, there's, um, Danielle Muhammad is an amazing founder. She actually has a company called Dope and Happy, and it's a beautiful, holistic way of addressing mental health. And Danielle is a member of our space and actually creates activations independently that we foster and support that bring people into the fold of how important mental health is at every aspect of your life, professionally and personally, of course. And so it's beautiful to see the different people who come into our space to to move forward in a very beautiful way. And I think we have to think that way. I, I don't think we just need to define success from a fiscal perspective. It has to be identified from a holistic way. And I think Danielle is a beautiful shining example of that Black woman-led company doing the most and yet really giving the most. The other way that and the other way that I, I find joy is the LGBTQIA Community Center of Newark is actually a member of our space. And so they're programming and they just recently had a 10-year anniversary event in our space. And seeing queer community come together and feel affirmed and safe, given just the climate of what the country looks like, really I find a, a personal joy in that as a founder to see that being a part of Newark's fabric and seeing it happen in, in, in our walls. Another success story would be our support of companies that we knew were going to be juggernauts. So Chef Amaz, the founder of Brown Box, did a majority of her back office work in our space. And the trajectory of us inter making introductions like to the NJEDA or at any point showcasing how wonderful her work was publicly allowed her to like move forward because she worked so hard. So now she has her own retail space, event space, community space, back office fulfillment. All of that is in one beautiful space. And she graduated out of equal space. That's a testimony to what I want to see for our founders. Of course, if you want to stay with us, great. Happy to have you. But the other part is like seeing you win becomes a blueprint for other people to look back and know that they can do it too. And when you see us, you can be us. And I, I think that those are some of the like success stories that I can talk about. Collaboratively, though, we collaborate with everyone. Like we have worked with GNAC very proudly. We have worked with Newark Alliance. We have worked with Invest Newark. We have worked with the city of Newark. We have worked with Audible on so many different levels. And actually, probably the biggest example for us as a model is our collaboration with Audible. We're a proud Audible grant recipient of part of their startup attraction program. And we're opening a 50,000 square foot campus dedicated to tech and innovation here in the city of Newark. And that's been a long journey for us to create a culturally comprehensive space that's also state of the art. So this brand new space, the dust is still settling. We just moved in on Monday and we can't wait to triple down on the kind of investment that we're going to make in tech and innovation for multicultural founders. That's amazing. And congratulations on opening up a new space. And I know you mentioned that it was a long journey to get there, but you didn't give up. At least now you, there's a bigger space um, for you to be able to collaborate more and throw more events and also, you know, have more businesses um, available in that space as well. So that's really inspiring to hear. Um, I know you mentioned that it took a long time getting there. And I think it's important to talk a little bit about why that was just so, you know, small businesses can understand that some things don't happen that easy and what it took to get there. If you don't mind sharing a little bit about that. Oh man, this is, this is the story I share with everyone. Cause I think transparency is necessary because so much of the stories are like leapfrogged, right? 
one moment you see someone like scrapping and making it happen. And then the next moment they're like a multi-million dollar company. And I'm so dedicated to being transparent on the places that I was not strong, the hard lessons I had to learn and the times that I failed. Entrepreneurs of color, failure is a very hard word to say because so much is at stake. And yet I've had to become comfortable that what I failed at in the moment doesn't mean that I am going to lose in the long run. It means this was not my moment. And I keep my my fiance's quote in my head all the time because he always says, he's like, if it's not yours in this moment, it wasn't meant for you. And what is meant for you will be bigger than what you could have dreamed. And he says it all the time when I'm like, so steeped in the failure. Like, I, it's like my, my perfume. I'd be, I be sitting there spraying failure as if it's like the only thing I could smell. And it's, it's not true. So Equal Space tried several ways to partner and, and, and it didn't come to pass. Particularly in the city of Newark, we were trying at every point to launch an independent campus. And so the campus we have now, our OG campus, is really built around creative economy and social justice. Those are the members that are there. We have lifestyle brands like Trap Art in our space that have a private showroom. And then we have a, a sound studio in our space. Galaxy Studios is in our space. We have studios and events and podcast studios. It's built around that. This new one that we were trying to build was built around tech and innovation because those needs are very different. The placement of where they are is different. The kind of community they need to rally around them is very different. And so in one particular instance, we were trying to partner with a developer and everything was moving forward. Our performer looked really strong. We didn't have all of the capital raise. And I think that's always something to let people know. Sometimes capital raises organically happen. You need someone first in. You need someone who's going to like, we have capital in them. We're vested in this project. We know it's going to be successful. That time around, I did not. My capital stack was still very question, 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 conditional, tentative. And so the development partners voiced, even with five years of experience at that point and a great track record and no losses, they just had trepidation around what the solidity of the project could look like, even when I showed them all of the revenue models that were existing in one space. Because Equal Space does have multiple. It's not just a membership-driven revenue committee. We're also a space that is consistently booked by the outside community. And we were getting to the finish line, and then the response that came back was, would we consider um, really moving the mission in a different direction or being a little bit more open to everyone? It was very, very like lightly kind of tap danced around because they didn't know if everyone was going to feel welcome in equal space. And I was laughing because I knew what they were tap dancing around. And I'm like, equal space is pro anyone who is picking Newark. Regardless of your national, cultural, or racial background, we celebrate and back you if you are about this community, if you're about your dream and you're headquartered here in Newark, we are about you. And so I responded that way, but I told them that we were not going to dilute being pro-women, pro-Black, pro-LGBTQIA, pro-Brown, pro-immigrant. Like we were just, that was a core of what we were doing. And if we were to take that away, we would really be taking away our identity, what would make us different than all of the others playing in this world that I play in. And so the deal fell apart because we were unwilling to be flexible. And I don't consider it a failure, but in the moment it did because we were looking at major square footage. And then fast forward a couple of years now, and we're opening with a, an amazing partner, our development partner on the project at 550 Broad Street is Fidelco. And Fidelco has been an amazing development partner, like beyond words. Like I will eternally be grateful for Mark Burson and Carrie Levin. They're, they're just so smart at the way they want Newark to win. 
and then Audible. Audible has been an amazing partner. Had I won back then, I wouldn't have had those amazing partners at the table. Now that I'm doing it now, I have to be look at my fiance and go, look how right you were. And so that was one of the instances that it kind of just, the deal didn't go through. And I thought it was a setback and it wasn't. Now we're po- poised in a much better space uh, where much our capital stack is much stronger. And, you know, the current campus, our OG campus is actually 95% full. So I, I couldn't be happier with how I failed through. And I think that I let other entrepreneurs know it's okay to fail. And it's such a weird thing to say, but it's okay to fail in the moment. You just don't give up. Exactly. Just keep pushing through. This is <laughs> your your income, but also your legacy. So just have that in mind while you continue to push through and you know hold your mission true, which is honestly the moral of your story, I'm assuming. <laughs> and how does one get started with Equal Space? Now that you have all this brand new space and I'm an entrepreneur and I'm looking for a space, how do I get started? So it was a lot of what you talked about. So it made me so proud because I skipped over that part. Our programming is open to the community. We, we, don't, we don't gatekeep at Equal Space. And so there are a myriad of ways that entrepreneurs will find out about us, either through our programming, which is always our pride point because you get to see the sauce. Like we could tell you what it is. You could see our beautifully designed space or you can go to a program and really understand who we are. And I even tell our sponsors and our investors, I could pitch you all day. Come to this event. Let me let me show you who we are. And so that's the one way an entrepreneur can come to one of the programs. And our programs are like investment, banking relationships, how to buy a house. All these programs are free to you. and We spend a lot of time creating that for you. The other way is you can find us on social where we share all the time about all the grant opportunities that are out in the landscape. We are, we're really trying to get it out there. Our newsletter, we even share what's going on in the city. It doesn't just orient itself around equal space, but we'll let you know, oh, the Ballantine house is opening on Friday. Y'all, you should go. Or we'll, we'll, we'll go to one particular restaurant and be like, hey, can we all go for happy hour at this space? And everyone's welcome to come to like, we did it at Tangerine during New York Tech Week. We did a whole jazz event and we had like jazz playing and we were all hanging out and it was just a vibe. So that's the other ways. Pay attention to our socials, our website, of course, equalspace.co, always being refreshed, always being revamped to keep everyone in the know. And if not, like bump into me, I'm, my team and I are always in these streets. We go to a ton of events. I'm always, I'm, you'll literally catch me walking. I walk everywhere so that people can see that, you know, I'm about this life and I'm about the city of Newark. And most importantly, I want everyone who's a small business owner or startup dreamer, I want y'all to win. So I find ways to support showing up counts. Absolutely. And I think one, I'm going to add in this extra question just for you, because you seem to be on a roll, especially as a founder yourself. So where do you see equal space in the next five to 10 years? I know that's such a huge general question, but where do you see your space living in that time? I'm so excited. I believe as the founder of Equal Space, that Equal Space belongs on the multicultural side of every major city in the country. I think we all know there's a tale of two cities. So in five to 10 years, I see us opening up, you know, two to three more campuses, we call them, specifically built to answer the needs of entrepreneurs in different cities, particularly cities of color, like Newark. There's so many cities like Newark that have the same steeped histories and beautiful narratives and tapestries of black and brown communities. And I think all of them want to surge forward. And I think what Equal Space offers is a unique, safe space for people to do that work. 
um, whether it's philanthropic or it's entrepreneur wealth building. So for me in the next five to 10 years and already currently, um, I'm spending a lot of times in beautiful cities in the, in the country really listening and trying to envision and sketching and having listening parties and meeting with people individually and meeting with people at all levels, because I think it takes all levels to make equal space exist, not-for-profit, public sector, private, philanthropic. I, w- I really want to know what's going on. And so that's where we, we find ourselves in the next five to 10 years. We want to open up additional locations. Um, and in our current space opening, I only see it being bigger. We open the full facility next year, but our current space is open now. And I just, I want to see more success stories. And I want that to be the legacy work of equal space. That's beautiful. I, I hate to not end it there <laughs> because I, I know you've, you've touched throughout this whole conversation about advice that you would give entrepreneurs. But if you can give an entrepreneur one piece of advice before we close, what would it be? I would say look at, I, I encourage entrepreneurs to look at their businesses holistically, that it is a growing process. You will not be perfect. And that is okay. It's progress over perfection. Equal space was not the full vision I had nine years ago. And it's okay to grow through your business. At every point that I personally grew, equal space grows. So I'm, I'm saying my obsession now progress over perfection and don't be afraid to talk about the money it's one of the things that make people very uncomfortable in my in my communities like personal credit building up business credit learning about these things understanding your relationship with your money is what will influence your growth and so i've had to even personally reevaluate it but it's been progress over perfection the whole way um and i have found grace and forgiveness in myself through that algorithm like I am not perfect and that is okay because I think as an entrepreneur of color or at least in my household, we, we all suffered under the three times rule. You got to be three times better, three times stronger. You have to be smarter. You have to be more polished than anything in the room. And yes, I want you to be your best self, but also I want to give myself the grace to know that I'm doing the best I can in the moment and that I'm moving something forward and sometimes moving backwards and sometimes the backwards is forward. It's crazy, but progress over perfection. Beautifully said. I couldn't have said it better myself. You guys heard that advice. Progress over perfection. (laughs) Um, Listeners, have grace in what you're doing. The work of an entrepreneur is not easy. But I want to thank City for taking the time to share your story, as well as how Equal Space is continuing to grow and be that safe space in New York for small businesses. We really appreciate you taking the time to share, to be here, to inspire. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for having me. And and I'm so grateful for GNEC and the work that you are all doing. I think this podcast is fantastic. Everybody take a listen and subscribe, period. Yes. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Remember, you can find more information about Equal Space on their website. It should be below and wherever you're listening to this podcast. And that's a wrap for this Fund Ready episode. So stay tuned for more insights and resources. And until next time, I'm Heidi Jai signing off. And remember that if you are fund ready, success is just around the corner.